right, we're live and we're rolling, and this is The Real Venture. I'm your co-host, Peyton. And I am your co-host, Luke, and we are entering the world of business by starting a few companies of our own. So we decided to create this podcast as a platform so that we could ask other successful entrepreneurs the questions that we need answered in order to help our business grow. Every single week, we are joined by CEOs, venture capitalists, artists, co-founders, and influencers, all with one thing in common, they're young entrepreneurs. The only thing I'm gonna need you to do is hit that subscribe button below so you never miss a conversation. Every single Wednesday, Luke and I are going to be right here and we can't wait for you to join us. So last episode, we were mostly focused on the point of legal help uh, cost of legal help, what kind of things you need help with. Um, and so today we wanted to dive into the next part of this in our deep dive into how to start a business, uh, which is how you get the money in order to do some of those things. Um, and so that is fundraising. Um, Peyton, we have done a bit of that, and I think we're thinking about doing a little bit more of that as mm -hmm. we continue down this path. But um, what let's just like before we dive into anything about it like how how like gut feeling how do you feel like it's gone so far stressful uh more work less work than you thought um what what is kind of like what's it felt like yeah i mean i've i think it's been a um it, it's been an interesting experience i think it's been stressful and it hasn't been and and you know we'll we'll get into it a little bit more on why maybe our unique situation has been more stressful than normal um but it you know, it's definitely been something that it was was new to us, and it it took a lot of due diligence. But it it's something that I'm glad we we've gone down, and something I'm glad that we're currently doing because our business would not be able to uh, to live if it wasn't for fundraising. Yeah, I, I think like the uh, the thing that initially, so the, I think back in maybe March or April was when we really started thinking about it seriously, and then May was maybe when we were like, mm -hmm. okay, we should do this. Um, it's like there are a, a lot of um, commitments that you're making to the people that you are taking money from. And so in order to feel comfortable taking that money, like you have to be very sure that the thing you're doing is something that you are going to see through, something that you believe in, something that um, you know you're, you will be proud to show to those people and, and eventually make money for them. Um, but I guess to touch on just like, the overview for what you want to cover in this episode what are like the main things that we should we should talk about yeah i think first why you need money um and then you know once you identify why you need money you know where can you go get it and then lastly i think and it's probably one of the most important things is what do you do with it mm -hmm. because you need to be respectful of the money um yep. that you want you know it's not for you to go on vacation for it's for you to to, <laughs> to put in towards the business um and you know do what you promise these people because you know that's fraud so um you know let's let's start with why we need money um sure. you know basically we need it because we're trying to build something yeah the uh kind of place we got to when we were like okay we we like have really no choice either we have to stop or we have to do raise money was the was two main things one uh, both of us have a lot of stuff that's kind of been swirling around at the same time as, as starting this. And so it was very hard for the product development to take place uh, in a time effective way um, without being able to bring at least one or two contractors on to help speed it up. Um, and then the other big thing um, was is just, you know, generally um, the well, we talked about the legal stuff, but generally um, data 
all these like little side costs to your business are your website, not free. Your, your website, like, all, e- your email addresses. Yeah, cost it's all going to cost money, yeah. and it, it doesn't cost a lot on a one-off basis. But when you're doing it over and over and over again, right? Like you know, twelve dollars here, forty dollars there, whatever. It starts to add up, yep. and, and you're like sitting there when you're it's all going out of your personal bank account. And you're like, well. All right, I believe in this thing, and I'll keep doing it until it uh, until it fails or whatever. But when you are able to take a step back from your own your own money and say, "Look, like this is a business. I'm running like a business. Money sitting in the business bank account. The business bank account's making the purchases. It's a it's a different mindset. And it gives you a little bit more clarity to focus on the future of things instead of just worrying so much about am I doing the right thing here by buying this one little thing, right? Yep. Um, and, and also for us, we had a little bit of extra cost due to uh, our cost projections due to um, some of the people that we're working with uh, on the data side and, and things like that. And so you'll probably have weird things like that, right? You need a physical prototype. You got to pay, pay somebody to do that, right? Um, Ken Stoffel. There's no such thing as a free lunch. No such thing as a free lunch. So that is that is why you need money. How you get money is going to be pretty different for everybody. We yep. talked to Mike's Miracle yep. about this a little bit, but what is the smallest circle Right, that he, yeah. he referenced. So it's it's starting with the family and friends, and that's kind of what I referenced earlier on on why it was stressful for us because it's not stru- you know your, your your family loves you and they support you and and you know if if they have the financial means to to do that they're definitely going to help out, but it kind of puts an added pressure on your business because your family is the last person in the entire world that you would want to lose their money yeah and you really want to be respectful of that and you know i think mike kind of brought up a a good point when we were talking to him you know your friends and family are, are going to be your closest circle the people that you can most easily reach out to and talk and you know, as you start kind of pitching your idea and, and start asking around for funding, if if those people are saying no or that's a bad idea, then you know maybe that needs to trigger something in your head that hey, this course of action maybe is not the best. Um, but it also can serve as a validation where your family is like, yeah, that makes sense. That's a great idea. Let's uh, let's put you in contact with somebody else, and then you kind of yeah. can start to expand from there. Because I think that's a lot of people's biggest concerns, and honestly, it was a concern for me too. Was like, um, I don't necessarily know if my family wants to take or my friends want to take the financial risk on this. But if they, if you keep at it, there will be somebody in that inner circle who you maybe you know your family doesn't have the means, your friends don't really have the you know the ability to do this. We came from a privileged position where our families uh, had a little bit more flexibility there. Um, but you know, if you keep working at it, there will be somebody on the, down the line of friends of friends of friends that you're able to get in touch with that's like, wow, yeah, I could put a little bit of money into that. Because you don't need a lot. You're not raising a few million bucks, right? You're raising yep. 10,000 here, 10,000 there, just to keep the lights on, right? That's all. And I thought it is. And one thing I'm really appreciative of, and this is something that our family kind of forced us to do, is when we went through this process and and you know started working with them and asking for money. I mean, they made us pitch them like, you know, they are legitimate investors that, um, you know, were not related to us. And it was actually a great exercise for us to kind of start to build some experience fundraising and uh, you know kind of have some confidence build up. Um, but also at the same time, you know, we were able to um, extract what we needed out of it, which was some financial compensation. But they are they are also fairly compensated, which kind of ties back into our lawyer thing where we, you know, set them up with uh, some convertible notes. And, you know, now they will start to own some equity in the company. And, and doing all of those things right, I think, are also really important because you don't want to screw over your family. 
Totally. And I think like that, that part of it, once you've done that, right, the point of getting that first 20,000, 30,000, 50,000, however much money in the door, 100,000 is to um, allow you to get the product to a point where you can show it to people, test it, use it, get feedback, all that stuff that we talked about earlier uh, in, in previous episodes. And the, uh, the, the step after that, once you have a little bit of that traction and you can show something and you can talk to that problem much better, uh, is you want to move out a little bit, right? Now you want to say, okay, what are the people who maybe have a lot more money than my friends and family uh, and they're people that like exclusively do this kind of thing, right? You're not quite at like the institutional level, but you are looking at like more formal angel investors. And if you have some of those in your family, like they're very lucky for you, but a lot of people don't. And so you got to look in, in a little bit wider of a network, right? Maybe that's through, uh, you know, a, an organization that you're a part of a school, a, a previous job, whatever the case may be, but then you're looking for a little bit more capital, right? And this is like the time where you're probably, you know, growing from three or four employees to 20, 30 employees. Um, and then after that is kind of when you'd hit sort of like those much larger investment rounds, a few million dollars, you're going to venture capital funds, you're going to private equity firms, like whoever you might want to try to raise money from, whatever it makes sense for your type of business. But um, that's kind of the the how I would say. Yeah. Um, what is the uh what is like the thought process you know for for managing that money thinking about how to spend it wisely how long of a time horizon should you have for it yeah and so you know when i think the first thing you need to do is you need to identify how much money you need to get that product to the point luke just talked about right that first cliff of taking this MVP, right? What we talked about um, in, in a previous episode to a point where we can go out, show it off to the next group of people that can really start to put some some money behind it. So kind of understanding where your business, you know, and, and every business is different. Um, you know, if we were going into the electric car world, we would need hundreds of millions of dollars. If we are creating a, a phone app as a calculator, we probably wouldn't need as much. Yeah. Um, so understanding where, you know, what your business looks like and, and the money that you need to get it to where you, it needs to go. Then um, building out, you know, a budget, understanding your expenses. Like we talked about, all those little twelve, forty dollar charges, the the Google Workspaces, the uh, Pro Zoom accounts, because you talk for more than forty minutes. <laughs> Stuff like that really starts to add up. So factor that into your burn rate, right? And then you can start to, uh, you know, bring on the, uh, the the contractors that you need to help get certain things done. And you can kind of start to formulate the picture of basically how long you have left to live. Yep. Um, and that's something that's really important and something that I think needs to be in the back of your mind at all time. And actually, I, I read a really great article the other day, and it was talking about, you know, thinking about your runway, right? How much money you have left. Don't think of it of how much longer you have to burn through, but think about how many pivots you have left. Mm -hmm. And I thought that that was really unique because when, you know, you start seeing that number dwindle, which, you know, we all do because, you know, you're not constant. I mean, unless you're constantly fundraising and new money's coming in every day, you see that bank account start to go down and down, um, you know, understanding kind of where your product is and in, in relation to how much you have left and then making the necessary changes of, of course. Totally. I mean, even in what we're doing, we have so many little things that we need to change here and there. And, and if a huge pivot comes in, say two months from now, we're like, oh, wait, this would be a way, way better idea. That's awesome that we figured that out. But if we only have $2,000 in the bank account, like that's going to take forever to do. Like maybe you and I can build that thing. 
but it's going to take forever, yeah. right? We're not and and, and that's the other thing too, is balancing your time versus paying for it. And it's, it's, it's an exercise that I think everybody needs to go, go through. Cause like, I mean, we have the capabilities on our, in our, you know, founding team to, to do a lot of the things that we need to have done. But also at the same time, we have a little bit of money and somebody can do it much faster for some of that. And so that kind of cost benefit analysis of, of evaluating what's our time worth, what do we need to spend it on, and what value could we get in return for paying somebody? And to that's do it. why you'll see these companies that raise, you know, twenty million dollars. You're like, why the hell would they need twenty million dollars? They raise, you know, two hundred million dollars, and it's because what they're trying to do is shortcut their way to like huge amount of growth because it's a very competitive thing, right? At the point that we're at, the competition is all very slow. Like it's all just like everyone's just trying new things, right? But once you get a little bit further along, and even now, right? It's about how quickly can you get your product out there to start establishing your brand, to start establishing the rapport with customers, whatever it is. And you can't do that if you don't have any money um, or it's just gonna take forever, right? It takes us six months longer to get the product out because we didn't raise any money. Then maybe the business was useless even though yeah. six months earlier would have been a smash hit. So. Yeah. So I guess, yeah, that, that kind of concludes our uh, deep dive on starting a business. It was fun to kind of go through it. I, I feel like I yeah, learned and I, a little bit. And I, you know, I think, uh, I think it was like a little bit of therapy, right? Talking through some of, uh, some of our experiences kind of, you know, brought up some, some previous yeah. emotions and things that we maybe need to go back and, and readdress. But um, <laughs> I, think, uh, I think that this, um, this exercise was, was fun. And I think it's definitely uh, something that we're, we're going to repeat with some new ones um, later on down the road as we continue through our journey and, and kind of learn the, the new pain points in the new areas. Totally. So uh, up next, we will be talking about something that's not about starting a business, but keep it real, everybody. All right, guys, uh, if you want to continue this discussion, follow us on our social media, our Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebooks will all be in the description of this episode. Hop on there, shoot us a DM, hit us up with whatever concerns, questions, comments that you guys have. We'd love to continue building that community on there. Next, subscribe to wherever you're listening to this, iTunes, Spotify, Google, Amazon, Overcast, you name it, we got it. And the only other thing I'm going to add is... As you're subscribing to those platforms, hop on there, give us rates and reviews, especially on Apple Podcasts, five-star ratings, and a, uh, and, and a comment go a really long way. Helps us continue to, to climb up the charts and you know continue to, to spread this to, to all corners of the world and allow us to continue to bring on great guests. We really appreciate you guys for everything, and we're excited to see you next week.